Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, welcome, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. It's a real pleasure to have you with me. And again, we're going to keep rolling here. We have a a great guest coming up. She is Wendy Watkins. uh, And the name of her business is Mind, Body, and Business with Wendy Watkins. And uh, Wendy is a strategist, and she's in the business of amplifying the impact and results that busy professionals experience. And uh, we're going to talk about the importance of your joy factor in business today. So, uh, Wendy, I'm really interested to talk about this. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Bill. Hello, everyone. It's great to be here. Great to have you, Wendy. Let's talk a little bit about uh, you and your background and how you got started with uh, Mind, Body, and Business uh, as, a, as a business for yourself. Uh, good question. Well, it was an evolution, honestly, Bill. It was... Uh, after working with Aveda for 15 years, I was one of their uh, first million-dollar salespeople, which was a lot mm-hmm. of shampoo back then. And sure, right. um, that that moved me Probably into... Probably still a lot of shampoo. <laughs> it is a lot of shampoo. Uh, that moved me into professional coaching, which uh, then moved me into the reality of business coaching and life coaching, how they come together. And that's why Mind, Body, and Business was formed because the busy professionals and business owners that I work with, they would come to me to grow their business. But what I really saw that they needed was support on mindset, time management, boundary setting. So it all comes together, and that's how Mind, Body, and Business was created. This is a huge topic, uh, and uh, as I talk to business owners, uh, from you know, with with different backgrounds, they they got into business in a different way. When they started, um, most of them were were pumped up. You know, some of them had to take over the business and family businesses, and and that was what they did. Uh, and but most of them started with this euphoria that I'm I'm starting on a new path. I've got this idea. I'm going to uh, be my own boss. Have you know? I'm I'm going to build something up. And along the way, they get kind of beat down day by day by the, the harsh realities of, of running a business. So um, I, I guess the first question I would have is you, you have something called that you call the joy factor. What is the joy factor? Well, you're speaking to uh, exactly what I experienced, right? The, the, the emotional roller coaster that entrepreneurs experience. And the joy factor came from my own journey of looking for what brought me 
sustainable joy because I knew what I experienced was when I was feeling more joyful, more optimistic, that I was more productive. It was easier for me to get things done. I was more engaged in the activities that I was performing, and I just felt better. So I started looking at what what is this uh, joy? How do I find it that sticks around longer than, say, the things that make me happy, right? Like eating a really good piece of chocolate cake or finding a really great pair of shoes at a great price. That joy is great, but that goes away after the first scuff on the shoes, right? So I went on this quest and started looking at that. And um, that's when I realized there were four what I will call ingredients that support people in raising their joy factor. And the joy factor essentially is when people are flourishing, when they have the ability to both emotionally, socially, and psychologically feel good so they do good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so the joy factor is a, a concept of when people are aware that their joy factor directly impacts uh, their top line when it comes to, you know, creating sales and engagement and such. I show them ways to increase their joy factor so they could reach their goals with more ease and more fun, really. That's terrific. And, you know, everybody um, uh, is wired differently. Everybody has things that they they probably really enjoy. And, and maybe when they started their business, um, they they did a lot more of those mm-hmm. things. Well, actually, when you start a business, you do pretty much everything. But then there comes a time when you have to do more and more of things that you just, you know, you know what I'm talking about. It's it's those things that you just, they sit on your desk. Yeah. You're like, I know I have to do that, but I don't want to do that. I dread doing that. I'd rather be doing this, right? And um, yes. what, let's talk about why, why is this so important? Why, why is it so important for someone to be in that joy factor mindset? Well, just for that reason, right, because that pile on the desk will just get bigger and bigger and bigger if we aren't able to really tap into the energy to allow us to to accomplish it. So when um, we can find ways to raise our joy factor, and honestly, Bill, that, that usually doesn't come from doing the tasks that are on our desk, right? Now, If you're lucky, like I'm going to assume you and myself, that we get to do something that we absolutely love every day, even that is challenging, right, to get the things done that you don't want to do. So when you find things outside of work that create joy for you, you can then show up and create the experience to get things done that move you closer to your goals. So a lot of people get into starting a business and they're really good at their task, right? So I worked at Aveda for a long time and I would work with these amazing hairdressers that then wanted to open a salon. And then they realized, wow, I don't get to just cut hair all day. I have to do all the administrative work, the hiring and the training. Right, right. When they are able to then connect to what they're passionate about, what their values are, and look at ways to honor them, it's easier for them to accomplish those tasks that may be more challenging when they don't have that joy. So it's for them. Each person finds their joy factor in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, then, and when they can tap into their individual joy factor, then it is definitely easier to accomplish those more challenging tasks. It makes a lot of sense. And um, there's also the the stress factor of, doing something that you don't like to do uh, 
on a day-to-day basis probably has something to do with uh, how you feel, how how well you are. You know, living in stress all all uh, for many many years is really really bad for you, right? I mean, so it's it's yeah. it, there's probably a, a lot more. Than, than meets the eye is doing what you love to do, and you know a lot of people that listen to this show, Wendy, are are not only um, own a business, but they're thinking in the next five to ten years they want to turn the page on in the next chapter in their life, and they mm-hmm. want to find something that they really enjoy doing there as well. So how do people um, how do people start figuring out how to access that joy factor if they're not getting it, and how do they What are some of the steps to figuring all that out? Maybe if they don't know exactly what they do love to do. Yeah, that's a really great question. And that's where, you know, different tools and assessments come in. Um, For instance, a very simple one is uh, on my website, I have a joy factor quiz. So you can actually see out of the four ingredients that I talk about that will raise your joy factor, which ones are the strongest for you and which ones are the weakest for you. So then you have an opportunity to strengthen the ones that will help you be happier or take the ones that you're already good at and put more attention on that. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to making that transition, that pivot point where so many people are at these days, I think tapping into what your passions are, right? What brings you passion and fulfillment? Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. people can create a passion plan, you don't have to know all the hows of how the things are going to come together, but just getting clear on what brings you passion and starting to connect the dots to what would that look like, what that's ne- what the, the next role for me is. And, you know, it, uh, it, in psychology, there's something called the you know, memory road where you, you kind of go back mm-hmm. in time and think about mm-hmm. times you know, when you felt fulfilled, when mm-hmm. you felt happy, when you felt like you were in your element. Um, okay. Is that a good starting point for people to kind of – because you know, I think a lot of people that I talk to um, and again, um, I, I'm I'm coming up on 60 years old. I, I don't I I didn't grow up with uh, technology out of the gate. I kind of learned to accept it as, as we've gone, you know, as we've as we we've learned. But uh, there are a lot of opportunities that have come up um, that are people might not be aware of. Uh, and so they need someone like yourself to say, look, hey, have, did you know about mm-hmm. this? Did you know about that? There's a lot of things that have come up. Um, but is that memory road kind of an exercise, mm-hmm. something that people might, might do? Mm-hmm. I love memory road. Actually, in the Joy Factor recipe book, I talk about it as childhood yummies. You know, what was mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. that um, mm-hmm. when you think back as a child, you know, what – what did you enjoy? What were you good at? What brought you fulfillment? I was writing a blog post yesterday, and I started it off with, you know, when I was a little girl, my nickname was The Hammer because I would ask questions, I was curious, and I knew what I wanted, and I wouldn't stop until I got it. And, you know, <laughs> that <laughs> has me doing what I do so well today, you know? And so... Yes, I think that's a wonderful, wonderful using memory lane, childhood yummies, whichever way to reflect on what is it that brought you joy in the past and how could you weave that in in modern times today? I love that. And uh, so there's, a, as you say, there's a quiz at uh, www.wendywatkins.com. 
And then you have something else on there that's kind of interesting. You call it the Joy Factor Recipe Book, A Common Sense Approach to a Delicious Life. And that's that's your book. Tell us a little bit about your book. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Yeah, my um, my book came from my philosophy that our life is like a big cookbook, and each and every day we choose a different recipe. And depending on the quality of the ingredients that we put into our daily recipe depends how delicious our day is. You know, when you go shopping and you buy yummy foods in your cart versus the junk foods, you feel different. It's the same with the qualities ingredients we use in the day. And so in the Joy Factor Recipe Book, I share four ingredients that uh, I recommend you weave into your recipe that will help to raise your joy factor. And, you know, when I say delicious life, it's about being productive, being engaged, being fulfilled, being healthy. That's what delicious is to me. So... Yeah, that's what the book is about. And it's, it's, it's laid out like a cookbook, but there are more recipes for your life. Even though there are a few foodie recipes in there, because I love food, so you're always going to get that from me. Um, but mm-hmm. it's really uh, uh, recipes for your life and simple stories of how to raise your joy factor that our readers would resonate with. When, when, that's great. I, I, I'm going to read it. I definitely will uh, get on the, the recipe book uh, path there and when when you talk to people uh you know when someone approaches you to work with them it it's pretty personal for someone to say i i'm not experiencing joy i mean yeah. Yeah. Uh, people do it because there's there's uh, psychologists and psychiatrists and coaches and every, lots of people out there that help people what what are some of the things that people have said, without naming names, of course, that say where they've said, "I'm at this stage of life, I'm not happy. I need to find more joy. Um, will you work with me?" I mean, maybe that's exactly what they say. I don't know, but what are what are some of the things that trigger people to come in and and say, "Wendy, I, I just, it's not. I'm not. I'm not getting it done on my own. Yeah. I need help." Yeah, yeah, good question, Bill. There's a couple scenarios. So um, I recently had someone come to me that was uh, in their late 50s. They had achieved the goals that they set out for themselves in their life, you know, and and on paper, everything was supposed to be great. But Mm -hmm. they thought, this isn't it, right? There's still something missing for me. I've reached my financial goals, my family, all of that. There's still something missing, and so we had a conversation. Of course, I always check in to see um, around if this is something that uh, a therapist or a psychologist would be better at than myself because I'm not licensed yes, as yes, a therapist. I am accredited mm-hmm. as a coach. But, uh, um, and so when we realized that, yeah, for, for this person, it was more about that they didn't have any external activities that were fulfilling to them and that they're – they're, they were inundated by, they watched the news on a regular basis, so they were inundated by negativity that they weren't feeling the joy. They weren't feeling the love that was available to them. So by making some simple shifts in how this person was spending their time, what they were reading, and what brought them passion and fulfillment changed a lot. And they were able to enjoy their success rather than thinking about what's next. Now, you know, that's one person that was clear. I often get people come to me, Bill, that, that they don't realize that their lack of joy is what's impacting their results. I get more people that come to me and their business is flat, 
sales are flat, they're not retaining clients, they're not attracting clients, so they want me to help them work on their business. And once we get into working on their business, what we find is what they really need is to work on their joy factor. And that that is the impact. Uh, the negative impact comes from them not having the joy, not having the positivity, and that level mm-hmm. of flourishing right. can help grow their business. So that's the second group of people that come to me. And I would imagine you get thank you cards from employees of those people who say thank you for creating a a much better office atmosphere because nobody likes the sour person that's wandering around and kind of bringing everybody else down. You know, that's another part of byproduct of this, right? Oh, yeah. It's it's a very interesting topic. I know that groups like AARP have created uh, Life Reimagined, a whole section of their website. Mm-hmm. They spend a lot of money on it and, and, and develops things mm-hmm. to help people figure out, okay, you're retiring, because 10,000 people a day are retiring for like the next 15 years, right? So there's, I mean, this is a yep. thing. And, and as most people get to that stage, they really need to understand that life's not, it's far from over. It's, it's really a new beginning. It's a new mm. chapter. And it's really a, a new a, way, a time to wake up and figure out. Now, there's two types of people out there. Uh, uh, that there's those that still need to make money, they, because you yeah. know they they have haven't been able to save enough, or the stock market hasn't been kind to them, whatever the reason. And those that can just now disconnect from making money and volunteer and do whatever the heck they want. Those are the lucky ones, <laughs> right? But well, there are yeah, also they are as the I lucky ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say they're the lucky ones as long as they have a purpose. You see, that's the other piece around joy. Yeah, yeah. If they retire, even if they have mm -hmm. all the money, if they don't have a purpose or passion, it makes it a little harder to be joyful. How how many times can you sit at home and read a book? I mean, look, I'd be all about it as well. I don't know about you, Bill. I think I can have a lot to fill my time if I wasn't working, but I have to have a purpose. I get I get antsy about four days into a vacation. Like I'm not, you know, I'm I. I used to play a lot more golf. I'm not much. I'm not very good, so I don't. I only enjoy it like a third of the time when I'm out there, <laughs> because I I yeah. don't like to suck at 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 golf or at golf or anything. And if I was a painter and I'm, you know, if I tried to paint and I was terrible at it, I wouldn't enjoy it. Now I I play music and I enjoy the heck out of that. Um, and uh, and so I have that something I can turn to for yes. for joy, uh, but many many people, it, it's they've just been busy all their life on their business and they just haven't developed that. They don't know what that's going to be. And as a matter of fact, the exit planning groups that I belong to, I hear a lot that the topic that keeps people from exiting their business, even if it's ready to sell or they're they're mm-hmm. ready to move on, is they don't have that next thing figured out. It's exactly it. They don't know and they can't imagine what it would be like without work, even though they're miserable, which is crazy. But, yeah. yeah. Yes, so yes, it's, yes. So luckily yeah, yeah. there are people so, like you uh, out there, Wendy the Hammer Watkins, that can help people out. <laughs> <laughs> I th- oh, I'm, I'm bringing that name that back. Bill. I think that's <laughs> 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 I love it. I, you, you know, the, we we got to laugh. And, Wendy, it's a real uh, pleasure to have you on the show. And I hope our listeners will will go to and enjoy your website called wendywatkins.com. 
and pick up your book called The Joy Factor Recipe Book, A Common Sense Approach to a Delicious Life. It's on Amazon. I'm sure you can find it on the website. Just Google it. And, Wendy, now yes. you're, you're in the uh, southeast, aren't you, uh, southeast U.S.? Mm-hmm. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, yes. In Atlanta, Georgia, okay. But I would imagine this type of work you could talk to and make a difference in a lot of people's life over the phone or over you know, the many oh. video conferencing types of things, right? Yes, yes. I work with clients all over the world, absolutely. Hey, we've been talking for 20 minutes, and I feel better already. So thank you very much for sharing uh, your your tips and ideas and precautions and, and everything for our listeners. I hope they'll take advantage of uh uh, getting to know you, and you know what? I, I also help hope that um, you can come back and talk to us a little bit more in depth about some of the strategies uh, as we get to know you yes. better. Because I, I really enjoyed talking with you today. I enjoyed it as well, Bill. I would like that. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 